Welcome to the Business Sense with Brad podcast, a.k.a. BS with Brad, where we discuss trends that impact modern businesses and nonprofit corporations. For more resources based on the topics we discuss on this show, go to businesssensewithbrad.com. All right, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our MBAs, the degree, are they still relevant? There was an article recently released by Inc. Uh, online. Uh, it's a popular business uh, website, and it starts off, or the headline is, Elon Musk just said MBAs are overrated, and he's dead right. Uh, so, of course, when we see an article like this, we automatically assume uh, this could be clickbait, which it was, but let's go ahead and click on it anyway. And then if you uh, look further into the headline, it says, MBA graduates may be good at PowerPoint, but they don't know how things really work. And so if you combine that with the title... It sounds not good. And so I kind of deep dove this article, uh, and there was an interview that uh, Elon Musk had done as well. So I want to start off by talking about, is this article even legitimate? Uh, This next thing I want to talk about is the popularity uh, or non-popularity of MBA degrees today and job placements. And then I also want to address common criticisms associated with uh, MBA graduates my conclusion is that MBA degrees are not irrelevant uh, in today's marketplace. All right, so let's talk about some of the points made in this Elon Musk interview. So first, uh, Musk is actually not anti-MBA nor anti-higher education. Even the author of this Inc. article uh, mentions this, so he essentially admits it's somewhat of a clickbait title because then he's like, well, actually... Elon Musk is an anti-higher education. And then uh, the first comment uh, already made here, MBA graduates may be good at PowerPoint, but they don't know how things really work. The context of this was that Elon Musk was basically saying, yeah, MBA students often have really good communication skills, but they still need to be trained. Well, this is true. An MBA is a generalist degree. You often learn about uh, economics, finance, marketing, management, human resources, uh, law, leadership theory, data analytics, those kind of things. And you learn a little bit about each one, often in like an eight-week course, for example, and the program will go over uh, you know, a year and a half or something like that. And you don't become an expert in any of those areas, but you are trained to be able to make high-level decisions because you understand how all of those functions interact with one another. So, for instance, you learn uh, how decisions made, for example, in research and development, how those would impact marketing and how marketing decisions impact production and how production uh, impacts finances and so on. And so, yes, uh, an MBA does need to be trained, especially if they're going to go work at a, a tech company. Uh, they're still going to need to be trained. So this doesn't mean an MBA, you don't just walk in and start MBAing, if you will. Uh, I, I liken this to a plumber. A plumber uh, is trained in a skill. It's a hard skill. You can, you know, you can either, you know, solder the copper pipes or you can't. And so a plumber could walk into a new company tomorrow and start right up uh, plumbing. They'd still need to learn the company's procedures and processes um, how to submit their timesheets, uh, how they interact with customers. They still would need to be trained, but not to the level 
uh, of like an MBA would that would come into like a tech company, for example, an MBA is going to need to learn uh, what uh, what the company actually does. And it, so they're going to need more training. But that doesn't mean the MBA is not valuable. Again, the MBA helps make these high level decisions. And it gives them a more well-rounded understanding of how a business works. So again, I don't think it's fair to say, well, MBAs need training, therefore the degrees um, not valuable. Again, uh, Elon Musk didn't actually say that, but he did mention that um, an MBA does not automatically qualify the degree holder to be an effective manager or leader. Uh, this is also true in my opinion. Uh, just because you learn leadership theory, which I'm a huge fan of, by the way, that doesn't mean you you yourself will be a good leader. You might not you might not analyze yourself well or see how you interact with others well. You yourself might not have emotional intelligence. So just because you take a leadership class, for example, doesn't mean you will be a good leader. But the theory is still relevant, and good leaders can use theory. So again, Musk's uh, point is true to a degree here, that a degree does not qualify you or automatically make you a good leader. This is true. He also mentions that the path to leadership should not be through uh, an MBA. So what, what this really is getting at is that he wants people that work for a company to work their way up, which is so not common in today's environment. We know uh, many workers today like to job hop if there's an opportunity. Again, not over-stereotyping, but if they have a better opportunity, they may work their way up by going from company to company. They may take the career path that direction. Essentially, that's what Musk was getting at. It was that to go to a higher level in a company, uh, you should work your way up. Again, I'm not, uh, I don't disagree there. At the same time, as you're going up, the skills that you learn or the skills that you need are less technical and more conceptual. For example, uh, let's go back to our plumber example. So the plumber can, you know, they can do the work that the plumber requires. Um, and, you know, they can make the, the pipes not leak. But as they move up in this company, let's say that this uh, plumbing company that this plumber works for has multiple locations in multiple cities, they're going to need management skill. They already know how to do the plumbing, but as they move up, they might need leadership skill or they might need, uh, you know, to study human resources or accounting. How do you keep the books? Again, using this example, an MBA is valuable. Now, would somebody, should someone just come walk into this company with an MBA and run the place? I don't know. This is also someone on the student side that I've seen in the past where some students will get an MBA and they feel entitled to just go run the company. And that's not usually how it works either. Um, there's, all, there's definitely uh, something to be said about going in uh, to an organization and earning your, earning your placement there. Not just because you have the degree doesn't mean you should start off at the top. Um, so I think the students can also have that misconception that they don't want to work their way up. So again, I'd say that's a point well taken. Again, that doesn't mean that the MBA is not valuable. And another thing he said is that MBAers often think that they can just parachute in, which is what we're just talking about. They could parachute in instead of working their way up. I don't necessarily disagree with that. And then another criticism says Elon Musk's skepticism toward the MBA degrees are echoed throughout the entrepreneur community. Uh, a study at Stanford said that very few successful entrepreneurs in small cities had an MBA. Again, I'd say this is a misnomer. An MBA is a, essentially a generalist decision-making management degree, if you will. That doesn't mean that you're going to be an entrepreneur. 
Um, and I'm also, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. There's a huge difference between a business plan and a strategic plan. And I've also had students in the past say uh, they would rather have um, a business plan at the end of the program. Well, that's more for entrepreneurs. You're trying to get a loan. A business plan shows uh, this idea or service that you're offering as an entrepreneur. You're going to try to prove that it's ready for a loan or it's ready to move to the next phase. So you create a business plan. Well, MBAs are focused more on uh, strategy and helping an organization that already exists. So MBAs typically are not entrepreneurial in nature per se. An MBA would go help an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur themselves could learn more about, you know, management, theory, economics, and so on. But it doesn't necessarily equate to an entrepreneurial degree. Again, an entrepreneur is going out and starting businesses, and not everybody has that either personality or will to do that. Um, there's nothing wrong with uh, going in and working at a, a multi-level corporation, for instance. Um, and again, an MBA would have uh, no problem fitting in with a multi-tiered organization. Uh, before we move on, I'd like to go back uh, on something I said an MBA is more than just a decision-making management degree. I said management. What it, what it really is, is it really helps you understand the environment in which businesses operate, the external environment, if you will. It helps you better understand your industry. It helps you better understand how to utilize and harness the resources that the firm has. Uh, it helps better understand marketing and economics, finance, uh, leadership, management theory, all of these things, how they all work together within this internal and external environments. And most MBAs end with the capstone strategy class, which is essentially with all of this information, how can you make a business more effective? Okay, so moving forward, I just want to talk about a few criticisms, and a lot of these relate to the Elon Musk example. One uh, common criticism, if you've ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's kind of an old school book now. Um, the author, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, talks about his poor dad, who was actually the guy that, you know, was a salary kind of guy. And then the rich dad wasn't living that kind of, you know, working for uh, in a middle class life, if you will. Well, here, so the comment kind of related to that is you'd be better off starting your own business than working for someone else. An MBA doesn't help you start a business. So a lot of this depends on if you have a product or service that you're passionate about that you've created that you can that you believe that you can do better than anyone else in a certain way. And so again, not everybody has this niche or has this passion to run their own business and that's okay. Also MBAs can help you on the business side of things. They again like I've previously mentioned, they do help uh, you better understand the business environment, both internal and external, and all of the factors that impact the business. Um, again, this criticism in the rich dad, poor dad about the middle class dad, uh, you know, had a decent salary, he was considered the poor dad. And the idea was that, well, he has to work for other people. And rich people basically have money work for themselves. Well, Again, you can do this, and so let me kind of break this down real quick. Working for other people, I don't think is uh, wrong. Some people are fine with that. Others don't want to do that. Um, again, an MBA can help you uh, either with working with someone else or being an entrepreneur. Again, it doesn't mean you'll be a great entrepreneur, uh, but it will help you better understand the business environment and so on, as we've already talked about. 
But this idea that, well, the rich dad had money working for himself, well, that's why a lot most people invest in retirement and 401k. You get your, you know, your stocks and bonds or your mix, and at some point you're making enough interest on top of itself. It's kind of like a snowball effect. You keep investing, and then you earn interest on interest, and then it kind of becomes self-sustaining. Again, you can do that whether you own a business and have other people work for you or whether you work for someone else, you can still start this, I guess, I hate to call it retirement only because this money making money on itself phase, you can still do that while working for someone else. And so MBAs, most MBA students do work for, you know, corporations or other companies and, and they're not necessarily entrepreneurs. So uh, that criticism or that comment, you know, you should be starting your own business instead of working for someone else, that just depends. Okay, second, uh, MBAs, like we've already talked about, have to be trained by a company, therefore the MBA is not valuable. Um, this isn't true. Now, to combat this, a lot of MBA programs are specializing now. So, for example, they might specialize in analytics, which is where I think the field's going, being able to do like programming in Python or R or MySQL or whatever on top of the degree. I, I believe that's only going to become more common. Uh, but there are other specializations uh, such as accounting or finance, operations, uh, healthcare, and so on. So you get kind of the best of both worlds. You get the general MBA with a specialization. Now, of course, the trade-off is if someone doesn't want to take, if they'd rather do a, essentially a 32, 30 to 32 credit MBA, if you start adding specializations on, that can uh, make your MBA go up to around 40 credits unless you start, you know, cannibalizing the general and start getting rid of those parts of it, uh, the general, which I wouldn't recommend to make, to, to try to bring that degree down to 30 credits. Now, one of the problems too with specializing is silos. What I mean by that is if you just have a specialty, so let's just say it's computer programming, and that's pretty much all you've studied. Again, I'm going to over-exaggerate here, but let's say that's all you, you really know how to do. That's a that's awesome. You can work on you know artificial intelligence or making uh, you know IT more robust or whatever through coding. But you lack the you may lack the generalist element that an MBA a generalist has. Um, I liken the MBA to like a uh, family physician. They are a generalist. They can usually tell you what's wrong with you, but if there's something that's, for example, let's say it's skin related, they'll send you to a specialist, the dermatologist. So the MBA is kind of like the generalist, if you will, the family physician. So, but they do understand how all of these departments, the coders or the IT, how that interacts um, with all of these other departments. And if you make a decision in one area, how that kind of trickles through the organization. The specialized person, they may be in their silo or they may, have, they may know how to do their discipline, but they might lack that larger picture that's, uh, that many MBAers possess. And the book Strategic uh, Leadership and Systems Thinking, the author says that today we need uh, generalists more than ever. They see the interplay of skills, technology, and functions. And often the specialists, again, if you just, let's just say accounting is your thing and that's all that you do, you might not see how decisions in your area or another area might affect others in the same way that uh, a generalist would. Okay, another uh, criticism or comment, MBAs can be replaced by online videos. Well, there's definitely some online videos and MOOCs out there, those massive online courses that are valuable. I'm actually taking one in AI and Python right now. 
it's not really my forte computer programming it's not so I'm trying to learn I'd be really I'd be much better off with an instructor over my shoulder to be honest um, or it's it reminds me of uh, martial arts like you can learn martial arts through videos but it's nice to have somebody critiquing you and telling you if your um, technique is is correct or not because it's often hard to see now of course some of these uh, videos are massive online courses may have uh, assignments that you submit so you could get some critique that way um, but I've also seen during this pandemic when we go mostly online there is a lot of education loss that's not hard to see especially with uh, schools uh, elementary schools uh, high schools and so on we've, we've seen that at the adult level I'm, I'm a huge fan of hybrid learning myself having a mix of online and um, I hate to say clinical but uh, hands-on activity. A lot of MBAs are hybrid, so um, which goes with another criticism. Employees would be better off working those two years that an MBA takes instead of being in a classroom. Well, the MBAs kind of take care of that. You actually work, and the hybrid allows you to go mostly online, so you can work. And then, of course, there is some seat time, too. Personally, I'm not a fan of the MBA going 100% online, which has been the trend. And the main reason is it's hard to get uh, some of those skills, i.e. presenting, which was mentioned earlier. Um, it's hard to get some of those skills in an online environment only. Um, I would expect an MBA to own a boardroom, an MBA graduate, and it's kind of hard to do in a virtual setting. Um, again, I'm not knocking online MBAs. I'm just, uh, I'm a huge fan of the hybrid. It allows the uh, student to work while they're taking their degree. And again, seat time is, I think, is always a good thing. All right, so let's take a look at uh, since we've already talked about some of the criticism and some of the rebuttals, are MBAs still relevant? I believe they're still relevant. I think generalists help break these silos down that happen in organizations where, again, all of the decision-making happens within the departments. And let's say that the marketing department makes decisions to hire more advertising agents and salespersons and increase sales, and that's their main focus. Well, uh, a generalist might say, well, hold on, if we do that, that's going to, of course, impact our production. Can our, is our production ready for that? Um, that also, the more you sell, and let's say that you get 30, you have to wait 30 days until you're paid from your customer. There's a 30-day lag, if you will. If you increase sales, you might have this lag that impacts your cash flow. You might not be able to cover all of your production costs, for example, and all of your supply chain costs. So then your, your finance department might need to take out a loan and you have to pay interest. And all of a sudden, this growth might actually lead you to a diseconomies of scale situation. So this is just an example. Um, but a generalist helps seize that where the specialist can often, and again, I'm not saying specialists can't see things like that, but generally speaking, specialists can get lost into their own department. So again, I think MBAs will still be relevant. Now, if employers realize this generalist notion is important or not, I don't know. But generally speaking, in 2019, Forbes said that graduating MBA students that year had no trouble finding very good jobs. In most cases, starting pay hit record levels and placement rates are at near record levels. However, enrollment was declining. So MBA placement was really solid, yet the uh, MBA students in general student body was declining. Also, during the pandemic, I've personally noticed as an MBA director myself, enrollment has taken a huge plunge. Um, now, uh, in the short term, 
especially with executives or those that are working, um, employers are a bit cautious about giving tuition reimbursement during COVID. More uncertainty, the more likely employers are to kind of freeze up their, you know, tuition reimbursement. It also seems like more employees now are either homeschooling or have kids at home more often as schools shut down for COVID numbers. And also international students uh, are also affected by this as travel becomes more difficult. So there are many reasons why MBAs are seem like they're struggling right now as far as the face-to-face version. If 2019, if we, you know, we were somehow able to move through COVID at some point, the placement rates and the pay for MBAs was solid in 2019. And this is more for the generalist MBAs, like I was mentioning, the non-specialized. I would see that coming back some after. Uh, but I can't promise that. But the way I see the MBA going is more specialization, again, in finance, accounting, analytics, marketing, supply chain, healthcare, and so on. Again, the trade-off is uh, I'm not a huge fan of chopping a lot of the generalist classes out to then put in specialized. I think the specialized classes should be on top of the generalist classes, but that's often a hard sell because then you have to be in the MBA longer. So this will be kind of the tension that exists out there is MBAs will probably become more specialized or especially with uh, analytics. Um, Analytics is only going to continue to grow, especially in the tech, the high tech cities. So again, I think we're going to see more specializing, but if it's at the cost of the generalized degree, I'm not sure I'm a fan. But anyway, that seems like the way it's going. And so long story short, I think a lot of the criticisms leveraged against MBAs are not totally legitimate. So to conclude, I think the MBA degree is still relevant. It is going to continue to change, uh, especially as we're hopefully move out of COVID soon, or if we don't, we'll see more online MBAs. Thanks for joining us today on Business Sense with Brad. Until next time.